Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. Did you know the number one item that salespeople and business owners struggle with the most in their business is actually getting new leads? And prospecting for new leads is probably the most uh, insane and challenging thing for salespeople alone. In fact, they state that it's the number one reason that they potentially fail is because they don't properly prospect. And I think if you're looking at an entrepreneur or somebody's running their own business, this is definitely an area, as I speak to so many entrepreneurs uh, on a daily basis and, and you know, conversing with them, they're always looking for ideas and ways to get around prospecting, creating lead generation, etc. Well, look, I want to spend some time on prospecting and, and because it is a big challenge, I want to talk about it and go through some ideas that have helped me throughout the years to become much better at this and to get a lot of business and to um, you know, get qualifying leads and get people that are interested in actually purchasing the product that we're working with. So in, um, in working with these concepts and prospecting and the biggest challenge, I think the biggest thing to understand is that you got to figure out how to make prospecting work for you. And so many times, you know, we'll read books, we'll study courses, we'll go in and we'll try to figure out what somebody else is doing and make their system work for for us. And that's good to get that from a perspective standpoint and to get ideas. Yet, really, you've got to figure out how to make it work for you. So if you're working in sales uh, currently, if you're in, if you own a business currently, you're selling a product, obviously, you're listening to this because that's where you are or you potentially want to be, then you know yourself that prospecting is probably not easy. In fact, um, again, I'm going to throw a few more things out here. A lot of sales reps are admitting to me that they find uh, prospecting to be probably the most difficult part of the sales process and in order to keep the sales pipeline full we know that we have to keep prospecting on a regular basis now when prospecting is really done the way that it should be in a way that you feel comfortable with in a way that you're going to do allocate time with on a consistent basis um, it is a way to when it's done correctly it's a way to actually um, convert quickly and get high closing rates and and let's face it um how do you do it and how do you do it to overcome the fears and challenges and how do you do the actual prospecting to make it work for you because really fear is the inherent problem uh to holding this back from most of the things that we do so if in fact 42 percent of sales reps and most all entrepreneurs running a business state that they themselves can't stand doing prospecting. They just don't like it. And that's the tip of the real sales process. Even if you're generating leads through a lead generation program and 
that's part of the prospecting. Well, really, that prospect, once you get the lead, still has to be converted into a true lead, into somebody who is truly an ideal customer. So there's a process to go through with this. And, you know, for a lot of people, prospecting just is not an exciting thing to do. And we as humans, we've been set up um, to not accept rejection very well. And a lot of times in prospecting, people take prospecting as a rejection. I think the biggest reason is is that we don't like interrupting people in their regular daily habits. You know, when you're when you're cold calling somebody, you're interrupting where they are. Uh, when somebody walks into your business, typically, even when you ask them, "Is there anything I can help you with?" you're interrupting where they are and what they're doing. Now, if they walk into my business and they're looking for something, I'm obviously going to approach them in some way. You as a salesperson, you as a person that owns a business can begin to feel the type of business that you have and your personality on whether or not when you walk up to them, is there anything I can help you with? How can I help you today? Welcome to my store. If there's anything I can do for you, let me know. That's when you're dealing with incoming business. Yet if I have somebody that I'm working with on an outgoing, um, so if I call somebody and say, hey, I was just in conversation with John. John gave me your name and number. He thought that you and I might have a connection. What I'm doing is is that even though I might be interrupting somebody's day, I'm at least giving them the path around to be able to say, hey, great, um, I'm busy right now. And, and the key here is, is if you're interrupting somebody and they're not ready to speak to you at that moment, which most of them aren't, um, and, and I t- t- typically when I'm prospecting for a, from a referral standpoint, John gave me your number, I you know, I'm calling you up just to say hi to you or I'm texting you just to say hi to you and I wanted to connect with you. I don't know if now is a good time or not, but maybe there's a time in the very near future that we could connect and I could spend a few minutes with you or something like that. But the key is, is that you, t- you let them know who you're, why you're calling, who introduced you, why you're calling, what your company does quickly as you possibly can and, and and that's going to uh, lighten the load, so to speak, from a, a prospecting s- standpoint, okay? Um, you know, a rude way to build business is when you're interrupting somebody's day, and, it, and you don't want to be rude. And so if interruption is something that's causing uh, people a lot of angst, and by the way, that's the reason why most people don't like salespeople is because they just are interrupting them. And they think about, you know, I'm doing something here and you're just barging in to my life at this moment and I really don't like that. And so what happens with most of these like cold calling and the books that you read about prospecting, they're trying to teach you tactics to bombard and to interrupt people's day. In fact, I was looking at a book recently, a popular book in the sales section talking about you have to get good at interrupting people's lives. And I'm sorry, I haven't done that in 43 years of of working in this arena, interrupting people and being rude and pushing them to to, um, give me attention 
is not the way that I've done business. So if that's working for you, great. Because prospecting your way is what my course or my idea is about. In fact, if you go to my course, Prospecting Your Way, you're going to see different aspects of how to engage somebody when you're working with a prospect. But I believe that interruption is not some, is, it's just not a way uh, to be able to do that. So let's get into the idea of prospecting in a way that um, is, you know, it, it is pulling out of the sales process. So if you take prospecting and you just separate it out from the actual sales process and you look at prospecting by itself and you apply the HEX method that I've developed, which is really six common elements that are put in a perfect order. And when you apply these six elements to anything in life, anything that you're doing, uh, you're going to get much better results. And so take a look at prospecting and apply research, apply design and apply messaging. The first three in the, in the prospecting process. Research is if you research an ideal customer or somebody that's given you a name, a phone number, somebody's come in as a lead into your business, if you're researching that and you're finding out what their needs are, you have a way of uh, immediately identifying with them, immediately finding a, a problem or a situation that you might be able to solve for them. That's part of the research process. Design is going to be designing a plan to be able to get to them. Maybe, maybe you know that they go to certain networking events. Maybe you know that they're at certain, maybe, maybe it's somebody who is a, um, your child's best friend's parent and you're going to bump into them at a school event. And so you're going to build some rapport there. And that's part of prospecting. Maybe it's um, sending out the right email or sending the right letter or having something that's going to create an interest for them that's going to give you um, the right methodology to go about it. That's part of the research and the design and including putting together the proper message to be able to do that. Now, depending on the type of business that you're in, you know, if you're marketing $30 products, unless you're selling them in bunches, uh, marketing a $30 product, you might say, well, geez, research, design, and message, there's so, I'm spending so much time on one customer. Well, the reality is, is you can get your research, your design, and your message down for 80% of all the customers that you're gonna bring in for most of the products that you guys are marketing or you're involved with and businesses that you're involved with here. So 80% of it can be put together. So don't try to get too detailed about how you're going to do this, but be more specific about the fact that you're going to spend 80% of your time or 80% of your um, research design and message is going to 80% of it is going to be the same for everybody. And then the other 20% is some variable that you're going to be picking up as you go through this prospecting process. Now, so, you know, the key here is, is we want to try and work through, bring up uh, people from a cold situation into a hot situation and to find out if you can get on common ground and get some basic interest. And the prospecting process of 
knowing what is going to work for you will allow you to do that. So one of the things that I do in my, my workbook, in my course on prospecting your way, is I, I ask for people to jot down you know, their key, some key words, some key phrases, some key sentences that they're properly using right now. And when you do that, that you feel like are your you know that your you words phrases sentences that are working for you when you do that you're going to begin to create this 80% process of research design and message because then the act the engage and the grow process which is the action piece of the hex concept when you apply that to prospecting what you're going to find is that through that methodology of act, engage, and grow, the act part is is the actual communication that you're having, the email that you're actually sending, the letter that you sent, the phone call you're making, the text message that you that you give as part of the prospecting process. And then the engagement part is where they're going to ask questions. Well, tell me, you know, if your company does X, Y, Z, how do you compare with uh, uh, this company over here? How do you, what is your price point like? What is your, then it's, it's a matter of scheduling an appointment. It's a matter of setting up the next level because you got to compartmentalize this down. I like to pull out prospecting, focus on what prospecting is designed to do, which is narrow down and get a person into a situation of a, of, of meeting with them or looking at a presentation or being able to get a full on value of what it is that you have to offer. So that's gonna be moving into the next area beyond prospecting. But for this purpose of today's podcast, I wanted to spend some time on some key elements and points around how people are fearful of prospecting and how people can actually make prospecting work best for them and how to eliminate the interruption process by getting into an engagement uh, manner with people and finding out what their hot button, what, how you can engage with them to find out what their true needs are and then moving into from there, growing it into a follow-up, follow-through appointment to be able to do a full-on presentation, however that works. So it's a webinar, could be sending them over some information, could be carrying them further down through a sales letter that you have online, et cetera, et cetera. Apply this information to whatever it is that you're doing, and you're going to be able to start making prospecting work better for you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.